Father, as we hear this kingdom word today, we combine our faith with this word. Our ability to believe has increased. That which you have promised is released into our lives. We will never come up short. We have faith in your word. No good thing shall be withheld from us. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I am going to share today. Um, we on Friday, uh, my, my eldest brother, he's a pastor. You can go ahead and take your seats for just a minute. He is a pastor, and um, I got saved. I came to Christ under his ministry. And uh, I spent a lot of time at his house uh, with his wife and his kids. And on Friday morning, his wife went home to be with the Lord. She transitioned Friday morning. Um, much of my teenage years, I was more because he was so much older than me. Uh, he was more like a father to me, and she was like a second mother to me. Uh, most of the foundation of prayer and just loving God and being consistent with God, uh, it, it was, they distilled those things in me. Uh, I remember her teaching me uh, in another little group, uh, scripture, uh, different things like that. Uh, but she, she transitioned, had been sick for a while, so she transitioned on Friday. I don't know all the details because they're pretty, uh, a pretty private family. So when I know the details, I'll let you know more about that. But uh, she transitioned, so pray for it. And my eldest brother, he's a Woodson, so when you're, you don't pray for Davis because that would, that would leave him out. Uh, but they're Woodsons, so pray for the Woodsons. And also pray for us. I was there on um, Friday morning uh, to help them to uh, navigate through that moment. And also, uh, Pastor Yolanda, uh, she just lost a loved one as well. Uh, she texted me on yesterday. And uh, so we who preach the gospel go through the same things that other people go through. We just don't get the luxury of quitting. We just have to keep doing uh, what we do. I, I wrote something down, and I I'm going to take off in a minute. I can go further and faster and higher than you can handle, so that's not an issue. So I I'm just going to use the runway just a little bit because uh, Father's Day is uh, it's not properly celebrated. Uh, if God is the Father, I don't know why we go low-key on Father's Day. Uh, and I believe a lot of it is because we interpret God the Father based on our biological Father. Uh, and whether we enter into deep places of worship is going to be determined how uh, we process our biological Father. Uh, and, and worship is when you... Uh, come into the presence of God and he transform you and you become more like him. Uh, it's impossible to worship and stay nasty. You can't worship and stay nasty. That's not possible. That's not worship. <laughs> so what you do is when you come into the presence of the father, you're, you're changed. But if your perspective of a father is skewed or turned in a, in a negative way, then that will impact your relationship with God the Father. And a lot of people don't understand that, but that is the truth. Uh, my relationship with God is, 
is is deeper because I went through the proper channels to bring restoration to my relationship with my biological father. Uh, I am very, very firm about spiritual fathers, and I never deviated from any spiritual father. My my pastor was more like a father figure to me, uh, and I believed in what he said, and what he said released what you see that's happening in my life. Uh, it's not that I went and just prayed and God showed me a vision or I got my own word. My word came through my spiritual father and I believed it so much that I put my inferior personality to the side and believed more in what he said than what I had been tormented by much of my life. So what I'd done on um, Friday morning, um, I wrote down, uh, I wrote a letter uh, for all of you who do, you do not have a positive perspective of a father. So I wrote a letter for you from your uh, dysfunctional, imperfect father. I entitled it from an imperfect father. So before I get into my scripture, because my scriptures are not going to do you much good unless we get some of this stuff settled. So your father, through me, wrote a letter to you. Sasha only knows you. She's handling some things for me right now. Sasha doesn't know me as an imperfect father. She doesn't see any of that in me. I'm like, girl, the Lord sure must be working on you. Because she doesn't see any imperfections in me. She doesn't. She, she doesn't see that. Uh, only church folks say stuff. But but my daughter, who, who, who I raised, who's 30 years old, doesn't see those type of flaws. And we don't have those. We have differences, but we don't, we don't engage like that where we can't be father and daughter. I want to ask the men who are standing outside, y'all can come in now because y'all need to hear what I got to say. Uh, because, you know, what I've learned uh, in these years of pastoring, I didn't know until maybe three, four years ago, three years ago, uh, that many of the male leaders in my church didn't have a father. And I didn't, I didn't realize that. And if they did, it wasn't a good relationship. Uh, many of them, their fathers were killed or some never knew their fathers at all. And when I learned that, I knew that we need to do a gra some groundwork. And I, I figured out why men gravitate to brothers because they don't know how to enter into a relationship with a father. So this is your father who was imperfect writing to you. And this will go out uh, through text messages, through emails this afternoon. Uh, and all of you who are texting me, let me say this. All of you who are texting me, there's no way I can return all those text messages and, and then get up and preach a message. So I, by the end of the day, uh, possibly would have responded to all your text messages because that's what I do. Uh, I don't want you to feel rejected because you didn't get a response from me. So make sure I respond back to all those texts. And this, is, this is from your father. So I want you to hear this. This is from your father. This is not me. This is from your father. To my child, who only wanted a father and his love, I wish I could have been there every time you needed me. 
but I fail to understand the value of your need. I hope my absence did not come across as hate or rejection because I really love you. The way my love was expressed was a result of not having a great model as an example. In spite of what I did not demonstrate as a father, God made provision to close every gap. God has given fathers, stepfathers, Godfathers, spiritual fathers, and he is God the Father. For all the weaknesses that I may have shown as a father, God made arrangements so that you would be blessed by a father. Don't spend your life waiting for the love I wasn't able to properly express. God knows I've done what I thought was my best. Accept the love from those who were sent by God to clean up the mess that I sincerely regret. I love you, Dad. I sat out by my pool on Friday, and I wrote that from your father to you. And if you think I'm not your pastor, and you think I'm not sensitive, I'm more sensitive than the hand that's on your body. That's what your father, if he could, that's what he would say to you. So that you would go on through life and not reject what you need when someone's trying to love you so much. John chapter 5. John chapter 5. John chapter 5. There's a book also by my friend from South Africa. Uh, that's out there. It's about 200 of those books. It was anyway. Um, but you can pick up that book for $20 uh, today. Where have all the fathers gone? Some of them were threatened. Some of them were killed. And some of them never knew that they were supposed to stay in place. John chapter 5, verse 19. John chapter 5, verse 19. Then Jesus answered and said to them, most assuredly, I say to you, the son can do nothing of himself. But what he sees the father do for whatever he does, the son also does it like manner. For the father loves the son and shows him all things that he may himself. That, that he himself does. And he will show him greater works than these that he may marvel. Or you may marvel. For as the father raised the dead and gives life to them, even so the son gives life to whom he will. 
For the Father judges no one, but he, listen to this, but has committed all judgment to the Son, that all should honor the Son just as they honor the Father. He who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Father, your son is speaking. Do what you do, for you always do it well. In the name of Jesus, amen. You may be seated. This mentality that has hit the church and has been in the church for a while, but we see it more now after 24 years of pastoral ministry, we see it more now than we ever have before. I think we see it more now because people are able to accomplish temporary success. So they begin to X off what they feel they don't need. So this portion of scripture, and I know I'm having to fight through mindsets, is what principalities and powers work through. People say devil, 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 devil is your thoughts. So you have to work these people so they don't continue to falsely identify with success and live like a failure. So honor the father. And if we see that Jesus is constantly talking about his father and we put no emphasis on it, then something's wrong with us. And no emphasis is put on it because anything that's going to be profitable to you, Satan hides. And the reason you don't know is because Satan and systems of satanic power have been consistent at hiding truth from you. So that you will not progress in life. So Jesus gives a model and he says to the people who want to kill him. He's talking to the church folks. You'd be surprised at how many times Jesus was addressing church folks. If you read further in this chapter, they wanted to kill him. Number one, he healed on the Sabbath. And they wanted to kill him over that. So he healed on Saturday. Number two, he said, I am the son of God. They really got irate over that. He started to speak of relating to the father as equal, son equal with father. When he said, I am the son of God. So that meant that he was equal with the father. 
So those who have been doing church, and that's the problem. We got some who are doing church but don't know the Father. No matter how long you've been doing church, you're a professional church person with no relationship with the Lord. Because they were professional church people who had no relationship with the Father. Because if they knew the Father, they would know the Son. Be careful when you have a prayer life that is only emotional. So Jesus begins to teach us, you're either one of two things. You're either the father or you're a son or daughter. Anything else you try to be is going to take you outside of God's provision and blessing for your life. When you come into the church, strip yourself of titles and become an heir. You, you ever been so high in position that you couldn't admit that you were weak? You'll be surprised at where your gift and your talent and your title will take you to where you can't even believe in help from the Father. Never let me grow up so much that I won't be a Peter that says, Lord, help me when I'm about to drown. So, so I, I really didn't realize that, that, that I would come back with the, the enemies of the father-son relationship this morning. I, 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 I kind of underestimated. I really did. I underestimated it. Um, I'm trying to help my brother process through. And so I kind of underestimated. But I did understand that we all have some father issues. I did not grow up with a father in the house. I remember not even living in my father's house a year. It may have been a month or so. Never lived with my father uh, an, an entire year consecutively. So I understand the distance. But I don't understand being saved that long and not fixing it. I don't understand that. I don't, I don't understand that. Because if God's going to get something through you, he's not going to come through your order. He's going to come through his order. So I, I kind of underestimated it because I've been teaching about the three P's, the promise, the priest, and the passion. I've been teaching about that. And, and, and now, you know, the priestly part has to do with the father. It has to do with the apostle. It has to do with senior leadership. That's what it has to do with. So we were preparing you for today. Because I believe something's about to happen in some people's lives that, that generations after them, they're going to be saying your name and shouting and celebrating. Juneteenth ain't going to have nothing on what God's going to do in your life. You're going you're gonna to set a generation free 
they will never forget you. They're going to have plaques in their house with your name on it. Said, they corrected what the devil tried to sabotage. So, so, so now that we're here, I, I have A, B, C, and then I have one, two, three that we're going to walk through. Now, you can avoid everything that I'm saying. You can avoid it. That's totally up to you. You, you have your own free will. You, have, you can do whatever you want to do, but you'll never have a microphone to do it in this house. Because all I promote is the three Ps. If you ever say we don't need a leader, the mic won't drop. You just won't pick it up again. Because we don't believe like that. And we don't have scripture to support that kind of behavior because you hurt. Your hurt doesn't change the gospel. That's the problem. Too many hurt folks in leadership. But you don't know what I've been through. We all been through. So John 5 verse 19 through 23. I'm going to read it again. And then I'm going to go into my ABCs and I'm going to my one, two, threes. Then Jesus answered and said to them, most assuredly, I say to you, the son can do nothing of himself. But what he sees the father do, listen now, for whatever he does, the son also does in like manner. So I'm supposed to be doing what I see. For the father loves the son and shows him all things that he himself does. And he will show him greater works than these. That you, the watchers, the religious folks, may marvel. For as the father raises the dead and gives life to them, even so the son gives life to whom he will. For the father judges no one, but has admitted or committed all judgment to the son. When they tell you, you judging me, that's what we supposed to do. Verse 23. That all should honor the son just as they honor the father in the same category. He who does not honor the son does not honor the father who sent him. You never should desire honor if you've not given it. The Bible says, honor your father and your mother. Okay. ABCs. The son imitates what he sees his father do. The son imitates what he sees the father do. The son sees the father take care of his wife. 
So the son takes care of his wife. The son sees the father love his daughter. So the son loves his daughter. The son sees the father protect his organization. So the son protects his business. Very simple. Very simple. Whatever Jesus saw is what he done. Embodying Jesus Christ until he is seen in the way that we love, live, and lead. This same Jesus that imitated his father lives on the inside of every person who has accepted him as our Lord and personal Savior. You have no reason to be out of character. I am not just going to walk with you. I am going to embody you. So you'll do what I do because I am in you. Okay. So the son imitates what he sees his father do. B, the son knows that his father loves him. The son knows that his father loves him. The son, the son knows. The son knows that his father loves him. The son knows that. How many of you don't know the father loves you? The son knows that his father loves him. My biological father is at home to be with the Lord. My spiritual father is at home to be with the Lord. And I knew both of them loved me. I knew both of them loved me. Without a doubt, I don't question it. I don't struggle with it. I knew they loved me. Did they always have time for me? It didn't, that didn't matter. I knew they loved me. I know Father God loves me. I know that I am not struggling with that. I am not here because I'm trying to muster up something. I am here because he loves me. I know that he loves me. Sasha is not in question whether or not I love her. And she shares me with all of you. Let me tell you why you have a problem with sharing. Because you don't know that the father loves you. That's why when you, when you know the father loves you, you're able to share. But if you don't know the father loves you, you will not share. I want all your time. I want to corner you. You got to be with me. You got a deficit in your life and you need to know that the father loves you without a doubt. And you don't have to perform for it. You don't have to spin around and make turn cartwheels for it. the father loves you. You got to know that or you'll be performing all your life and never be fulfilled. She doesn't have to be perfect. She's my daughter. 
And if she's my daughter, I love her just like she is. And it's my love that's going to produce something in her that God placed on the inside of her. The son knows, and I say son, I'm talking about son or daughter. It's neither male nor Jew nor Greek. There's neither male nor female. God doesn't look at gender like you do. So the son knows that the father loves him. So he goes to the cross because he understands that the father loves me. The father's going to get me back up. He loves me too much to leave me down. The father's going to protect me. If he sends me to Atlanta, he's going to stay. He's going to take care of me. And he did. Wherever he sends you, you know that he loves you. Then he's going to take care of you. If you doubt the fact that he takes care of you, it's not that you doubt the love. It's that you doubt that the father exists. Just because yours walked away doesn't mean he walks away. You got to settle those issues or you'll ruin every relationship that you get the privilege to be a part of. How many relationships have we ruined because we don't believe or have a wrong concept of what love is? Some people think if you love them, you don't correct them. If you love me, just let me do whatever I wanted to do. Do you know what your desires are like? Do you know how many people will be destroyed if you've done what you wanted to do? Let's see, let's go on, see. The son gives life and hope to people just as the father. The father gave life. When the father spoke, light came into being. So the son looks at the father, hears what the father says, sees the results of what the father said, and does the same thing. I didn't come to kill you. The, the only way I can keep from killing you with the word is the spirit be upon me. You can't preach the word without the spirit. The letter killeth, but the spirit makes alive. So I bathe myself in the Holy Ghost. So that when I preach the word, it may cut, but it won't kill. This spirit that's on me is not intended to kill you. If it's killing you, you're in a religious mode. But if you're a New Testament believer in Jesus Christ, it's living on the inside of you. While I'm speaking, it's making you better. The son gives life and hope to people just as the father. 
How do you, how do you think, how do you think we're surviving in a pandemic? Because people have hope. That's why we're surviving. How do you, how do you think we have thousands of members, citizens, because we give people hope. The only ones that don't receive it as hope are those who are headless. Are you running with someone that wants no head? A couple of weeks ago, the Lord showed me with this, opened up this large umbrella. I'm like, what do I need with an umbrella that large? But it seemed like you could get hundreds of people under it. He said, I want you to cover them. That's what a father does. He covers you. Not that I don't know my job is to cover you. We can talk about the issues in private. My job is to cover you. So the son gives life and hope to people just as a father. He learned from his father. I love to see people do what I do. Because I do what I saw. You want to know where I get off? I saw it. And when I saw it. I believe that if it'll work for them, it'll work for me. Be careful when you get around people that don't believe they're seeing what you see, but don't believe it'll work for them. You have to be careful around those kind of people. So he brought life and hope. You heard one of the testimonies from Portia. She came in. I knew she was jacked up from the floor up, but she was my daughter. <laughs> it don't matter. I'm not. And guess what? Whatever you think about the people who are under me, that ain't none of your business. It they ain't none of your business. And it ain't your job to grade them because you fell in on your test trying to grade them. somebody up, beat yourself up in the mirror. Leave them alone. It seems like the ones who are in the worst condition are the most faithful to the father. One, two, three. I'm, I'm just going to put, start putting things back together together for the reopening so I can have my intercessors and all that kind of stuff in place and everybody's moving like they're supposed to be. Because th this temporary thing we've done for COVID was not permanent. And I think people got the feelings hurt when I started putting things back in place. We can't run a mega church with a few of y'all who got these little bad attitudes. All those temperature gauges in there, and you want to run the, the whole door. We can't do that. Okay, let me leave that alone. 
Let me leave that alone. See, if you've been around the Father, you would know that. Those are the things you learn be, uh, being around great fathers who do mega ministry. You know you can't do mom and pop around them. Somebody say big. That's what you learn about when you get around true fathers. Number one, when you honor the son one cent, you are honoring the father the sender. That's what the scripture says. The son is sent. The father sent him. You can always tell when a people wants to take your property. Because they'll try to kill the one that's sent. If I, if I can shut his son up, I can keep the property. There's probably, the Lord told me the other day, Sasha, there's some property. I said, I don't even want that. He says, I'm going to release it into your hands anyway. Let me, let me just say some stuff. There's some things about to be released in your hands because you got the DNA. There's some things about to be released into your hands. Not that you want it. God just needs some healthy hands to put it in. Mark my word. When you honor the son. So if we can create dishonor. In God's arena. Create dishonor. What it does. It blocks us off. From the father. Let's, let's create some dishonor. Let's get some, some person. That doesn't believe they have a future. Because they haven't grabbed a mic yet. I've been here six months and they didn't let me. And then what we do is we create dishonor in the pews. Like this is not an honorable house. It ain't no broke house. It should be an honorable house. So create dishonor. And, and you start getting around these little folks with little thinking and little ways of operating. And it creates dishonor. So when I get up, you don't know what to do because they created dishonor. Well, why don't you ask yourself, why aren't they close to him? Because once you get close, you better know how to honor. Or it won't be long where you before you be back out wherever you came from. Because it's about honoring and understanding that your preacher, your apostle, your priest is God sent. You got to settle that issue. I wouldn't sit in a church if I didn't believe the preacher was sent by God. Why in the world I'm going to go up in there and not know where he came from and what he's up to? Let me help y'all. If they come that long and they still not happy, don't listen to them. You need to ask, why you, you beat me in the parking lot and you still not happy? It's, it's to create dishonor. Dishonor. And, it, and see, you have to understand when you go through this process, it's not really you they don't like, it's the one that sent you they don't like. 
So I never take it personal. Sasha wants to know, Dad, why are you being so nice to them the way they done you? I'm like, it's not me they don't like. It's the one they sent me that they don't like. They feel like they make better choices than God. Okay. Number two. Lady Davis, she sees what my hearing from God and watching who may be my spiritual father in the earth or my Melchizedek, my priest. She sees what is done in our lives. So she trusts the systems that I have in place because she's seen it work over and over and over and over and over and over again. She's seen them work. So why should she doubt the system that's been working all these years? Number two, honor will always be attached to the position of a father, regardless of how society has diminished the position. So I was, I was looking through social media and I saw, I saw Mother's Day. I saw Mother's Day being celebrated and there was a picture of this mother receiving all these gifts. And then I saw the father next to it and he's out at the grill cooking for everybody. So for Father's Day, the father works more and on Mother's Day, the mother gets lavish with all these gifts. So when you diminish the, the, the position of a father, you know, you jeopardize future and dreams because future and dreams are tied to the father. You, you, you'll walk through life without identity because identity comes through the father. You can love Lady Darlene all you want to, but I'm the one that gives you your identity. She's just my cheerleader. Yeah, she's my cheerleader. She ain't your first lady. She's my cheerleader. <laughs> you, you want your identity? I know you 60. I know you 70. You want your identity? Listen to me. If you diminish the position, you're going to walk in circles. Cora Dathan, as they came out with, just like Moses said, they came out with gold. They plundered the Egyptians. And Cora and Dathan and Abraham and all them folks got out there and started stirring up dishonor in the wilderness. And when they start stirring up dishonor in the wilderness, who, who they think they are? And it's, it's, it's constant. Then after they died out and the earth swallowed them up, here comes Moses' sister, Miriam. And she goes, you know, God speak to us. Hey, Aaron, come on here. God speak to us too. Yeah, he speaks to you and dreams and vision, but he speaks to Moses face to face. That's what the Bible said. So I, wanna, I want you to respect him because we just had a face-to-face -face conversation. In other words, don't diminish the position thinking that it makes you superior. Any man that criticizes his preacher in front of his family 
destroys his home. I'm going to say that again. Any man that criticizes his preacher in front of his family destroys his home. I don't care how long you've been doing it. Honor will always be attached to the position. It's attached to the position of a father. It's attached to the position. It don't matter how jacked up he is. It's attached to the position. God chose us because we needed help. God was not going to raise up. He had Saul. Saul didn't want no help, so he got David. Can't you see in your Bible where God was always replacing folks that didn't need his help? Don't you be the next one. I, I am bold like this because I need his help. <laughs> yeah, that's where all that comes from. I need so much of his help. He flows straight through me. And before I, I, I try to, let me catch that before they hear it. But I, I'm not fast enough. So before I can catch it, it's already out. Because I open myself up so wide. Because I need so much help to do what I do for him. Number three, last one. Honor the son one sent and receive the overwhelming blessing of the father, the sender. Once I realize that an open heaven in my life was tied to finding the one that was sent to speak into my life, everything changed. Everything changed. Once I realized when I got up off my knees, I needed to find a representative in the earth that represented the God in heaven and then line myself up with what was coming out of his mouth, whether it be in the state or out of the state, then God will begin to cause my life to begin to flourish I have things I didn't dream about 20 years ago. I am living in places I never thought that I would ever live. I have been in arenas that I don't know what in the world is going on up in here. You want to know why? Because I chose to honor what God sent and then the overwhelming blessing could not resist me. It could not resist me. It could not resist me. It keeps coming and 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 it keeps coming. I see, I knew today was Father's Day, and some of y'all, you know, the best time to get a quick response from me is the day before the holiday. So what I've done is those who represent the priest in my life, the ones I have great respect for, I text them yesterday. They all responded back to me. They, every one of them, you've heard me call their names. Every one of them responded back to me. Because, see, I understand honor. 
Now, 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 I'm, you didn't see him because you text me today. Now, let me get you, let me get you out of that low place. You did not see him because you text me today. It's just going to be later in the day before I can respond to you. But I'm going to respond to you. But, but I wanted to catch them where they remember Stephen A. Davis. I want to catch them where, where, where they can't get me off of their mind. See, that, that's what I've done over the years. They just can't get us off of their mind. They're sitting there doing, and they're doing certain things in business, and then they think about me. Oh, oh that's how it works. See, you, you haven't done enough to stay on the mind of someone that can change everything in your life. So certain things I do in honor, even while my leader was dying, he told his son, call Davis. I just want to hear his voice. You see, when, when you start honoring like that and you maintain the posture of a son and you let a father be a father, it's not long before you become a father. See, you, you, can't, you can't deny me fatherhood because I was a son. Sons mature into fathers, which means what they say and what they do releases blessings and life on God's people. You talk to them and see what happens. Let me talk to them and see what happens. Refresh Family Church. As we worship together, remember our five goals, serving the needs of families, reaching the lost, Equipping the saints, reaching the nations, and transferring to generations. Refresh Family Church is more than a church. To find out more, visit our website at refreshfamily.church.